Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ow. Blog Talk Radio. Recruiting animal here. I was going to say something. Uh, I will say something, but first I want to tell you it's August 30th, 2016. And just before we got on the air, I told Jerry, don't make any noises because it comes out on the recording. So and all I of didn't. A sudden, he makes a noise. Yes, you did. You made a pow sound just before the, the show started. And it comes out. Don't do that. Sometimes you're eating or make hanging up your phone. I don't like it. Okay, now, now I'm going to do the intro, okay? And we'll get to the show. It's a Labor Day party, everybody. It's the last show of the summer. And I've got some advice to keep you warm through the long winter months ahead. And here it is. Listen, if you want to participate in social media, you have to have a thick skin. And you know why I say that? Because yesterday, just yesterday, I posted an article on my Facebook group, and it was a, a long article, so I broke it up into three separate bits, you know. I like to make stuff easy for people to understand, you know, because the author of this article, he says that recruiters are really stupid. He said they're clueless or they don't care. That's why 70% of them, 70% are going to be replaced by machines. So this other guy I'm on good terms with, at least I thought I was, and he's always posting these kind of spiritual pep talk quotations, right? And so he puts a comment on one part of that broken up article. He says he thought it was great, but he didn't understand the part about technology. So I said, listen, Bill, you can't think the article is great if you didn't understand the main point. And then I pointed him to my simplified explanation of the main point. I know you're losing me. I know you're losing me. Don't worry. I'm almost done. And you know what he said to me? He didn't say thank you, animal, for helping me. He didn't, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't thank me. He said, don't tell me what to think. Don't tell me what to think. And you know, not that long ago, I was talking to some HR guy who was telling us a story about how everyone looks at him funny. I'm not kidding. So I said, hey, Cisco, maybe these people aren't thinking what you think they're thinking. And I offered some proof. And you know what he told me? He didn't say, hey, animal, I never thought of that. Thanks for releasing me from my inner demons, my paranoia. No. He said, hey, don't you erase my experience. How dare you erase his experience. What a joke. I said, oh, please forgive me. I thought I was just offering you a different point of view. You see, my policy is that once someone shows himself to be thin-skinned, I back off. I mean, I don't want to be the cause of some American going postal. You know what? I've also got my brand to think about. I don't want to be associated with that. Speaking of which, Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? This is the recruiting... Thank you, thank you, Jerry. Thank you. I'm just... Okay, thank I'm you. opening up the lines. Okay, today's show is a little different. Oh. Some idiot's got a terrible phone. Can you hear that? Remember when Remember when Levy used to call from the Starbucks? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Hi, where he called from. Some alley. 
Okay. Hi. Well, count on Maureen to laugh. Okay. Okay. So uh, that was 203. Whoever you are, shame on you. Okay. Right. Trying to wreck so my you, show. You didn't that's succeed. Steve. That's Steve. Okay. Okay. Anyway, look, I had a guest. Uh, thank you, PC Recruiter, by the way, the sponsor of the Recruiting Animals show. I had a guest lined up for today, but on Sunday he sent me an email telling me, listen to this, that his wife wouldn't let him come on. His wife wouldn't. It's his son's first day of school today, so we had to throw the show under the bus. Thanks, Mark McClure. Thank you. Here's what he should have said, okay? He should have said this to his darling wife. But, honey, if I let the recruiting animal down, he's going to make fun of me on the show. And that's true. I made I, fun I, of you, Mark. And you know I'm what not buying that excuse. Let's, let's take this apart a little bit. Okay, It's the kid's first day of school ever? I think so, yeah. So they send him to school and then they just lay down and can't do anything the whole rest of the day because it's like this. I mean, I'm trying to picture this here. I don't know. Are they in school? I don't know what it is. See, I I think most excuses, we're really not supposed to really ask about any details because most are fake. You're right, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. He said he'd come on another time, but he didn't say when. Uh huh. Right. That's like a hint. He got cold feet. Okay? Yep. Isn't it? There was another guy. Another guy was supposed to come on a little while ago, and he, he had to cancel at the last minute. Oh, I'll come back. He said, "Haven't heard from him. Haven't heard <laughs> from him." Never will. And you know what? Never will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If these guys want to come on, they'll say, "Hey, I'm really sorry. I'm canceling at the last minute. I can come on this date in the future, and I'll try to help you promote it." much as I can. Oh, but it's my kid's first which... day of school, and my wife said I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got hey, to say. Before we get going, <laughs> hold on, before we get going, you know. Cruel Twitter remark, remark. We're already going now. Someone told me, Jerry, that you're my Tina Turner. I supply the stage, and you... Provide the sex and you beat me? prancing around on it. <laughs> you're, you're the drunken guy that beats me every night? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I'll pass. You're, I've you're moved on from that field. kind of stuff. You're the sex Never field. again, That's I what say. They said. Okay. Huh. Now, we do, I, I don't we do have a guest. Indiana. I don't get that. We, yeah. we do have a guest today, but uh, only for the beginning of the show. His name is Mr. Gizmo, and he's got a uh, product called Benefits Gizmo, and it's at BenefitsGizmo.com, and mm. it looks kind of interesting. Mr. Gizmo, are you here? Animal, sir, yes. Great. I don't delay like that. You know, that's Animal, one of the things sir. I don't like. But you got a nice I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. It built a little suspense of, like, has Animal lost another guest? And then for a second, we're like, not surprised, because it happens all the time. I liked it. It was perfect. Flawless okay, execution, ni- guest. He's got a nice voice, and Maureen, he's got a good phone. I think you'll give him credit for both of those things in a minute. Okay. It so anyway, like Mr. Gizmo, uh, want to tell us what uh, you're up to? Yeah, well, you know, a couple of years ago, I had moved back to the United States and had a couple of job opportunities. So as I had indicated – I don't have formal recruiting and HR experience, but I've worked at several companies and and have gone through the experience multiple times. I haven't been with the same company for 10 years. I'm one of those folks who have been to a different company every two, three years. So I've had various experiences, but more recently I'd gone to a great company, uh, but the salary was lower and it was in a location because we had just moved back to to Florida at the time. Uh, It was in a location that I'd didn't really want to live in, but I needed a job, so I took the job, and um, it was just an, it was a great company, and I kicked myself for leaving that company because it was that good. But what had happened was I had received another job offer, significantly higher pay, uh, which should have been a red flag right there, but I didn't ask all the questions that I really should have asked when it came to the benefits the benefits package, I asked the basic questions about the medical and and kind of left it at that because it was in the same industry and I expected the benefits to be relatively the same. Um, and But so I didn't ask. Bottom line is it took 15 months for all of my benefits to kick in, essentially. So I could not. Really? 
Yeah, I could not. For the 401k, I had to wait 15 months before I could participate in the company's 401k plan. And I thought, this is crazy. This, this you know, in hindsight, it was uh, these were red flags all over the place where I should have asked a lot more questions up, up front. Uh, or, you know, just if, had this information just been online, what are the details of the benefits? And, hey, you, you know, by the way, you might have to wait 15 months before you can participate in the company's 401k plan. I'm accustomed to 90 days. Uh, that's normal. Okay, was that a deal breaker? Was that a deal breaker? Would you have not taken the job if you would have known that? The, you know what? Here's the deal breaker. The, in that industry, five to six percent four one k matching in in the U S. You four one k matching is very important, especially for people in their thirties and or in and older. Four one k matching is critical. The deal breaker was I didn't ask what percent they match. So this company matched basically 2% of my salary per year, which is unheard of in, in the financial industry, which is what I, I work in primarily or had worked in. So I was accustomed to 5 to 6%. But then I, you know, after joining the company, I realized or I learned 2% and I have to wait 15 months before I can participate. That was okay, just I got a question for the people on the line. I got a question for the people on the line. Got to open up. There's more people calling in. Is this guy, Mr. Gizmo, is he just a normal, naive uh, job hunter or is he yes. dumb? Anybody want to comment? Normal, normal naive. Yeah, yeah he's normal like the naive. newspaper guy who thought that he could get six weeks of vacation when he switched to a new job. I started laughing. Wait, we don't get French it. benefits? Yeah. Yeah, Funny. all of August off. Yeah, okay, so you're not stupid, according to, to Jim Durbin, and he's a smart guy, so I'll take his word for it. Continue, Mr. Gizmo. Tell us the rest of the story. Appreciate that. And so I just thought, you know, in this country, in this day and age, that there is no reason Don't that – Don't say day and age. Don't say day and age. That's a bad <laughs> word, okay? You should have prepared. Got it. Look at my website. Go ahead. I, sorry, I, I probably just read it. I, I thought I read it all, but I, I missed that part. So, in you know, now, today, this, this is I, – I just find it absurd that Look, we're companies don't publish the, these details. You're saying what you're saying. Let me get you there, okay? It's essential for people to have ready access to benefits information. And these stupid companies in the 21st century with the Internet available to them – they don't put it up there. Now, I suspect they don't put it up there for a reason, just like this. Why advertise that we're offering less than somebody else? Would you say that's yeah. deliberate? How do you get that? So what's, what does Benefit Gizmo do for people? You know, so we are going – we have been scouring the Internet for as many of the details that we can possibly find. And I've found essentially that we can only find 50 percent, maybe 60 percent of the details that people should know. And what's really interesting is that you may have in the same industry, let's just pick technology, for example, you can have companies that will publish everything. In fact, I've found 20 page plus brochures on their HR and the benefits of working at that company. And, you know, one of them is one of the the most well-known companies in the world, and they'll publish it all right there. But then you take another what appears to be a good company, and they publish almost nothing. So it's scattered all over the place, and and which makes no sense. Now for companies so that want to hide company stuff, website. it's not uh, uh, it's not on the company website. Is that what you're saying? Hey, you want to know our benefits? Here they are. It's not there. Is that right? For half of the companies, yeah. Okay, and this 20 pages, isn't that a little much? Who's going to read that? Exactly. Who wants to read that? Why, why not use something like Benefits Gizmo where you can quickly, in a matter of a minute, you can compare your company where you're currently nice employed pivot. Right, to this other company? And it takes you less than 60 seconds. You can compare all the details once we get all the details, but we need help to get the details, like how many months or days before your benefits begin as a new employee with a company? Is that 15 months? Because some companies, day one, benefits start. All of them. Day okay, one. You know what? Other companies is 15 months. Okay, it sounds like a good idea, but you don't, you don't, you're, you're out here begging for the information now. You don't have the information on the site, right? 
I've only been able to find about 50%. Uh, maybe okay. 60% yeah, okay. of the details. So, yep. uh, but is, the site is free, right? It's, it's free. You just go there. You write a company name in, and, and if the benefits, you've got information, it pops up. Is that right? Yeah, and, of course, our site is a beta site right now, and we're focusing on, you know, a few regions of the of the United States at this time. Uh-huh, okay. But your goal what's the, uh, is What's to the have... long-term plan with this site? What's the, what's the goal with it? Yeah, in the next let's say two to three years, I, I want the data, we want the data, the details, so that everybody in the United States can see the details of, you know, the the, the bigger companies, uh, 200, uh-huh. I can't even say bigger, 25 employees or more, we want the details so that nobody in the future in, this, in the U.S. So, uh, but what about, like, Glassdoor, wow. they should be listing yeah. this stuff, shouldn't they? Glassdoor should have this stuff as well, but they don't. So you're filling a gap there. But it, yes. is there, uh, so at some point in the future, is it going to charge? You're going to charge for it? Are you going to put advertising on the site? Are you going to make any money, or you're just doing a public service? How are you monetizing? Yeah, you know, right now this is a public service. Is it going to remain a public service? I, time will only time will tell. Is there a way for us to? Can we generate ads through, for example, Fidelity Investments? Uh, where they offer 401k packages to companies, can we advertise their services there? Potentially, uh, but I had to do this. I just had to do it. It's cost me a small amount. It, you know, it, it wasn't free. I, I have a friend uh, who's a good friend who loves technology and builds technology, but even then he wouldn't do it for free. So, uh-huh. um so you know, you're fighting back. You're fighting back because you feel you got personally burned, right? I I saw, you know, this is not the first company that I've, um, so I've, you know, I've, I've been involved in a couple, the building of a, at least a couple companies now. This is my third one, at least, and, you know, that, that I hope to be successful. And um, there's a gap. And it needs to be filled. Okay, yeah, somebody's you know going to fill it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 you're dragging it out now. Are we at the end? Can I be Mr. Wonderful? Is there Wonderful? anything? What? Can I just tell him? Dude, Go kill ahead. this company. You don't know enough about the industry or how people are hired or what benefits are. You, you've got to get an expert in there. And if you're building it without knowing why people have benefits or what's out there, most people don't care about benefits. And most recruiters just say, pretty typical corporate, and that's all they care about. It, it's such a... It's not something people really think about. And by the time that they get there, if they complain, you just you're way off, man. You you got to understand who, how it's done. Who is saying you that? Who's saying that? Dig in this. Durbin. Jim Durbin. 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 Another idea. Pick another idea. Let this one die off. It it, it could be rep- tomorrow. Glassdoor could do this. Indeed, could do this. Take seconds. Don't pour your time and money into this. It's a bad idea. Okay, so you say, Jim, are you got money and time poured into it. Well, maybe you could build it to sell it. Yeah, Jim, are you saying it's a bad idea because somebody else could scoop him or that its benefits aren't important? I'm saying he doesn't know enough about it to do it. I I can't imagine that he'll be able to – I mean, if he can't even scrape the benefit information there or understand how people make their decisions – it's a bad road to, to go down. And I, I don't see it as being that big it. of a need. I mean, yep. just well, the uh, but he didn't come here asking us for advice. Benefits. Benefits. The number one thing was want to know about a benefit. Yeah, so you ask. Change often. I mean, if you get a good salesman in there that says, hey, switch from Fidelity, go with us, uh, then, the, the, you know. Sorry, I'm yeah, how's it Travis. Been what are you saying? Travis, what are you How is saying? It being I've got to move on. He's not doing I'm it by hand, manually. This is an interesting Travis, subject. Travis, okay, one not at a time. Travis, Travis, go ahead. i got to get off. Travis, Travis, spit it out. Never okay. mind. He's gone. No, he doesn't want to talk anymore. Maureen says... Wives are interested in benefits. It's a real big issue in but hiring. Does anybody sexist, agree? Hey, hey, very sexist. <laughs> Husbands okay. are interested. Hold on, wait a minute. I think Husbands are interested. Subject. 
spouses okay, are interested. Spouses you can't just say okay, wives are interested. Okay, spouses are interested. So, so are when, interested when Daddy in gets home from the interview, he pulls Mama out of the kitchen to sit her down to show her what the men talked about for the benefits for the family? Come on, Maureen. He, well, he Come on. He likes to put her shoes on first. We all need to do our part to end sexism, and I'm doing okay. it starting now. Okay. Good for okay. you. Okay. Anybody else want to say <laughs> something to Mr. Gizmo before okay. we kick him off? Miracle Anything bro. got something for Mr. Gizmo? Yeah. Uh, did anybody? He, did he had mentioned 50% of companies. Which companies is he talking about? Is it like 50% of the I Fortune 500, 50% of I don't the companies that he tried calling? Correctly. I mean, He's wishing he wouldn't call Give Mr. Gizmo yeah. a chance. Give Mr. Gizmo a chance now. Anything else, Mr. Gizmo, do you want to answer Michael Cox's question about which companies yeah. have their benefits info? So the, the Fortune 500, you, you can generally find a lot of the details by digging in, the, in their website. Those companies publish a lot. The companies that have uh, between 50 or 25 and, and 2,000 employees, it's hit or miss all over the board. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, is the person that's, who is the person that's going to use this and when? Anthony. I expect, yeah, candidates. And, and people are changing jobs, as you know. You know every, yeah. It's common now, every two, three years. People can look at this ongoing constantly to to see what's going on to to can share the not information just, to um, yeah. ask the person that's interviewing them to hey can I have your benefits information I mean you're really you're really going yeah. for They're the people dumb. who They're too get dumb. duped no <laughs> do recruiters really want to share the you know the, do they want to ta- spend 5 10 minutes on the phone talking about benefits or would they rather sure. just say go look yes. at benefitsgizmo.com and there they are Every large yeah, no, you know what? I got to tell you, oh, Jerry's got a point. Though. If you're smart enough, wait a sec. Let me finish, Jim. I got to move on. If you're smart enough to go to Benefits Gizmo, then you're smart enough to ask yourself. That's an issue. If you would have said, "Hey, I got to go to Benefits Gizmo before I get mm-hmm. suckered into this company," then you would have mm-hmm. made sure you had that information. Maybe, but I think Jim's got an issue. I like your idea. I think Maureen's right. I think it's a great idea, but. You got to get the information. I believe you actually can get it if you, you know, do a lot of uh, door knocking on on people. You'll you'll get it from people who work in a company, and they'll they'll send you the information. If you know mm-hmm. they if they feel like helping others. But anything yeah. else? Last 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 comments, Mister Mister Gizmo, before I I get rid of you. Hey, hey, thank you very one much. One thing that he could do, animal. One thing he could do is is basically say, look, I've got this be- the benefits information on, on these 50 companies, and you can apply to their jobs here. So you kind of add on a job board to the side That's of this thing. That's a good idea. That's a good and, idea. And now you're monetizing by saying, hey, USAA. I think he can monetize the site. Yeah, I think he, he himself knows that he could sell, he could yeah, sell advertising he on the site. And he That's another to. good thing. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's another issue. But making the site, mm-hmm. like Jim said, making it have the the real information, that's his big problem. Benefitsgizmo.com. Uh, Mr. Gizmo, you're welcome to stay on for the rest of the show, but uh, you did a good job. Thank you very much. I think it was an interesting Thank you. Before he goes, before now, he goes, I have a question. Can I have a question? Uh, May I ask a question? The other two companies you go gave, ahead. what were they? What? USAA and Auckland Financial. What were they about? Financial USAA. Services. USAA is one of the largest banks and insurance companies. It's military based. Yeah. So, they, so all the clients are, are military. Benefits start day one, everything. And, and what did you and do with 7% them? And 7% 401k matching, day one. Auckland Financial, uh, I'd rather not talk about it at this point in time. Okay. What did you do with USAA? I have to do an ad. Wait a second, Maureen, if he wants, he can stay on. Okay, everybody, I want to know if you remember this song. Come on, people, now, smile on your brother. Everybody get together. (laughs) Got to love one another right now. You know, even if we don't live, if you're like me, you don't live in the United States, we're not immune to the news coming out of there, right? Every day we see Americans complaining about fascist Trump and crooked Hillary. And, you know, when I hear that kind of stuff, I say to myself, you know what, I know a company that loves everybody. Not all Americans are angry. This company is a global company, but you know what, they're thoroughly 
Americans through and through. And you know who they are? They're PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter does not care if you're a staffing agency or a corporation or a headhunter. If you're a recruiter, they love you. They really do. So if you want software that's made for every kind of recruiter, go to PCRecruiter.com. PCRecruiter.com. I'm going to start every ad with a song from now on, and you know what? I'm going to sing it, too. Thank you. Okay, Maureen, last question for Gizmo. Okay, so you're saying your former startup was Aquin? No, that's the – I'm sorry. Did you ask – I'm. my apologies. I thought you what, – what companies that I had worked at, which gave no, me this idea. You said you had two – you were involved with two former startups. I was curious about – We apologize yeah. for Maureen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think he answered you, Maureen. Um, yeah, they were family businesses. I don't want to talk about the other. Okay, they, the end of Gizmo. They were a long time no, no, ago. He said he didn't want to talk about his former jobs, now that I understand what he's saying. But he's mentioned yeah. that he started two former companies. Am I correct No, I don't that? think he, he worked at those companies. No, he worked at no, startups. no, no. Did you say you started two former other companies? He, he started yeah, so you're both right. Yeah. One person at uh, a time, so, please. Yeah, before I went into the financial industry, I had built two companies with my family, one with my brother, one with my sister. Okay. Uh, Yeah, and one doesn't exist today. Maureen, I'm sorry. Yeah. Maureen, I'm sorry. I let him talk. Stop bugging me. I'm sorry. I'm not bugging you. Let him talk. Okay. What what spaces were they in? He's finished. He's finished, Maureen. No, you're finished. Maureen will take you down such side roads as you have never seen. Good work, okay. Animal. Cut her off. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank, oh, thank you, you, Animal. Mr. Gizmo. And thank now you. we're going to Jerry. Jerry's got something very interesting to talk about. I know because he talked about it to me already. It's about making a 12-month claim on your candidate. Jerry, the floor is yours. Well, I'm. you're kind of pulling me out of the crowd here, Animal. I'm not really... One to complain about. You want about me to warm you up? I'll tell you what no, it's about. No, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I now up. have run into this topic multiple times <laughs> from from every angle. And I'll just lay it out there. The agency client 12 month candidate ownership thing is crap. <laughs> there's, a, there's a million reasons why it's BS, and I'm sick of it. Agencies should not agree to this. The only agencies that are agreeing to it are the ones that are hoping 10 months from now they'll get a surprise Christmas bonus for not doing the work. That's crap. I don't like it. I don't believe anybody should have an ownership clause in their agreements. My corporate agreement that I send to my customers does not include an ownership clause in there. I only agree to a 12-month ownership when... We have to use the customer agreement written by their lawyers that every other agency has already agreed to. If I introduce a candidate to you six months from now and get him scheduled for an interview or her, I'm working with a lot of lady candidates now. If I make it happen, I don't care if you've signed an agreement with some other agency that says you'll pay them too. That does not negate the service fee I'm going to charge you for recruiting the person, period. So for all of us recruiters that happily slink out the door, oh, okay, you already had that resume from Jim Durbin eight months ago. I'm sorry. Okay, bye. Wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't care what your deal is with Durbin. I recruited this person. He's interested. You weren't interviewing him. Let's look at him. I'm the recruiter. If I'm doing the work, I don't care what agreement you have with somebody else. That's not my problem. (laughs) I don't care. Shut your ass. So let's turn it around. Let's say, let's say you send yep. out the candidate in January. Yep. They're not interested in the guy, and in June they hire him for. What if, say then? If that work is done through another recruiter, they earned the fee. I recognize so you that. You think that companies never cheat anybody? And well, now you're talking about a different reason. Now you're talking about I am still the cause of your interest. Just because you want to go well, dormant on some have, candidate for four months. Yeah, no. If, so if, if you, if you would not have the candidate but for my efforts, 
then yes, this okay, might be. So Jim raised, hold on. So Jim raised the issue. You send them out in January. They yeah. say, look, I'm going to save a big fee if I don't hire them till March on our own. We'll call them off. It's called a backdoor hire. Yeah, no, what they, are you going to do? They, they would owe me. I'll give it to them for 10%. How would you find no, you don't give it to him for ten percent. It was my efforts. Like indeed yeah, is. I, I'm the one that recruited said, the person Listen, for you. I've got a contract with you. Do it ten percent. Here's a free hire. Don't tell anybody. Call the guy up. Without the hey, ownership. Jerry and Jim. Let, let, let me let me be clear here. Let me be super clear. I'm not talking about scumbag thieves, crappy, Weasley. Okay. I I don't indeed. set myself up to to win in those situations. Okay. I follow Sun Tzu to the max, okay? I do not load myself up with defensive armor, okay? That's defensive armor is, is well, you better have paperwork that, that covers you in case the person signing the other half of the agreement is a scumbag thief. Well, that's going to happen. Jerry, Nine months from now, if I rainbow. recruit the person. You live what? somewhere over the rainbow. No, I don't. I yeah, live right out here making placements, brother. You're living in a world full of crooked Hillary's and fascist no, Trumps, okay? And no, you better realize it. Here's the deal. The 12-month ownership clause is crap. Yeah. Why? It's absolute crap. I don't understand crap. that. I understand that okay. at all. Okay. So we need to do Black something Hillary. better. We, as, a, as an industry, need to fix this. And well, whether if it's just... If the manager leaves, what? that's the person that knew everything about it, but you don't have ownership, what do you do then? Because you've got no one to... Say, oh, I missed that way, first part. What was the first part? The hiring manager leaves. Your contract's with the company. Yeah. I'm with the hiring manager. So what happens when they leave or get promoted or weren't aware of it? I, yeah, I mean, that's about how you could pitch. I mean, yeah, don't work with somebody who steals your candidate, but why wouldn't you put that in the contract? Why would you deliberately take that out of the contract? Well, I'll tell you why, because my personal philosophy is, as a recruiter, if I come along and recruit the candidate for you, I do not care what your 10 months ago recruiter did. My work is not negated by a 12-month agreement for ownership you have with somebody else. That's my issue. Okay, Jerry, you put that into your contract and no. say, look, if I, if I bring I'm, someone I'm working to you. On, I'm, I'm getting my mind around it, yes, over the last week or two. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm. I will be putting. If I'm, something. if I'm the cause of hire, if I'm the cause of hire, you have to pay me, even if you were introduced to this candidate by uh, some other source, or they're already in your database. But is the real question is: the real question is, why does it have to say that? Yeah, it does. Why does it have to say? Because the point oh one. Some other agreement does not negate. Court, you'd like it to say that. What's that? Because the tiny percent times that you have it in court, you wanted to say it. That, that's the only reason. <laughs> okay. Hey, we got to move on. Mark no, no, hold on. Hi. No, we don't. Have, we're finally, yes, for the first time in years, talking about something real. And you want to move on? What you got to do an ad? Okay. I like this. Mark McClure. <laughs> I'm out of here. It's ridiculous. No, let him go. I got to go send some phone books to some companies around here with a 12-month ownership clause. Uh. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. go lock in every candidate in the country. What happens, okay. what happens for the candidate who decides, man, this, this recruiter is a dick. I am not working with this recruiter. The customer says, hey, uh, yeah, we really like this candidate you sent over. We'd love to interview him. Uh, no, he's decided he's no longer interested. Well, that guy gets 12 months no matter what of the candidate that he mismanaged. We're gonna we're gonna recognize and honor and pay for that guy's crappy work. Okay, Come sure, we on. got the point. We got the God. point. You're boring now. You're getting boring. I'm gonna put a decade-long okay. ownership clause on every candidate. Yeah. Okay, what? Jerry, you made your point. You made your okay, point. Okay, then what Travis is my point, man? If I made it, tell me what my point is, and I will move on. Okay. What's my point? You're saying morally. I'm supplying the candidate. I don't care if he's in your database or she's in your database because, uh, you know, six months ago they came in from some other source. I'm the immediate source of this hire. Don't mess around with me. You're going to pay me. And I'm not making a claim on some uh, candidate. If, you, if somebody else 
uh, is the agent of the hire. You know, even yep. if I, I put him in your database at some time in the past. Now, nobody here thinks you're being realistic, okay? Nobody no, thinks you're smart about this, okay? People have to th- see that I'm being realistic. It's absurd to not. Somewhere it's absurd. over the rainbow. Per- perhaps in your fly. world of one or two placements a year, animal. <laughs> but I'm not here doing it day in, day out. I am involved. I am having these discussions. I do know what's going on, and I am running into this. Okay, Jerry, I am going to do an ad now. Now a word from our sponsor. You know who they are, PC Recruiter. Everyone is claiming that text and social media are now the hot new forms of communication. But everybody knows I'm going to go grab a bowl of chili. I made a nice batch on Sunday. And I just found it in the and back of the fridge. And I've been letting it's it. Wednesday. It's no I've been letting it slow heat for the last 40 minutes. Oh, can't wait. I'll send you all a picture. But I'll be back. Yeah, great. Okay. I'm just going to go hey, get a everybody. chili from Sunday. Okay, you guys go get chili from Sunday. Look, everybody. PC Recruiter. Don't tell me, me four-day chili is not the best. You know what? PC Recruiter doesn't recommend eating chili that's four days old, okay? You know, because PC Recruiter, it's fresh. Email rules the roost in modern communication. Don't let anybody tell you any different. And PC Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. It works with your mobile phone accounts, and it always shows you're connected, you're sent, and received email for every candidate and hiring authority. PCRecruiter.com. It's fresher than Jerry's Chili. Okay, now to our good friend, Maureen Sheriff. Maureen, you can see that I'm struggling to keep it. Hey, whose who's phone is making that whooshing sound? Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I don't like that, okay? So stop it. Anyway, so Maureen, you see, I, I'm trying to make things streamlined. You're going to tell us how to get a direct dial number. Because uh, sometimes you can actually get it. There's a different area code and different numbers to get into the company around the gatekeeper. You're going to tell us, very streamlined, how to do that. Am I right? Well, it depends on what it is you're looking for. Are we looking for, are we looking for numbers from a, a receptionist? Or are we looking for numbers from the directory itself? What are we looking for here? We've been talking about a lot of different subjects on this lately. Oh, Maureen, Maureen, <laughs> let, me read you what, let me read you what I said about this on my uh, – Okay, Facebook group. Uh, let me see. Where did I put it? Okay, here's here. A phone number's prefix is the first three numbers after the area code. Often, the receptionist has a different prefix than the than the direct to employee phone numbers. Right. So if Got it's six three three, the 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 receptionist might have a different area code. How do you get the area? Uh, not the, the the prefix, not the area code. The area code can be the same. How do you get the first three numbers? Okay. For the other, for the employees. All right, I got it. So you call in to the receptionist and, and the gatekeeper, and she won't let you in or she won't pass you through or she won't give you a name or whatever. So the best thing to do in this instance, you want to get into the company. You want to get inside the um, – past the gatekeeper and get to the people directly. So many times to do that, what I do is I find an internal dial system. And many companies will have an internal dial system that is different from what the front, the main number is. In other words, yeah. let's say a yeah, co- company has. They understand. Uh, I said that. Get I don't know the that point. they do. I don't know that they do. Um, let's say a company has a number five one zero um, two three four, and then the extension number one thousand. Um, it, it's not always true that. The direct dials to employees will be five one zero two three four one zero zero one one zero zero two on uh. and so on. <laughs> it might be that they will be five one zero and a different prefix. Let's say five one zero six two three. We don't know what it is. So what I do is I'll go to the web and I'll plug in the company name and the area code and see what pops up. And sometimes different people might post online remarks or... or Using the Internet for your phone sourcing. I'm using the Internet for my phone sourcing. 
That's right. And, and Maureen, so I used to use the um, corporate communications people for their lines, but they all put yeah. their cell phones now. That's is there right. A, is there a title that usually has a direct line well, that you I can also go for? a good way to a good way to find this um, fast is to, to go to the investor pages and look and see what numbers are listed on the investor pages. Oftentimes, they'll have the internal dials listed um, because they want people to call their investor pages or their investor relations Okay, so hold on a sec. What Jim Mm -hmm. Jim was saying, if you go to these, uh, 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 what is it, uh, publicity announcements, what what do they call Mm -hmm. them, Uh, press uh, press releases? They usually have a communications officer, but Jim said... Jim said that doesn't work anymore because they put in their cell phone numbers. Is that what you said, Jim? Yes. Yes. Jim, and investor relations up. is the same. So I was curious what other titles put their stuff out there. Analyst relations. Oops. Public relations, what? media relations. Analyst what did relations. Say? Analyst relations. What is that, investor relations? No, no, like IBM has analyst relations that work with Gartner and Forrester and everybody else. That would be oh, okay. like investor, right? Right? No. No, 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 no. Analyst. No? He said it's not okay. investor. Analyst. Okay. Okay. That sounds very well, exotic, though, I have to say, analyst relations. Anything else? Maureen, is that it? That's it. Maureen, is that it? Thank you very much, That's Maureen. It. Yay. Yay. Okay. Now we're going to our good friend Jim. He's going to tell us about language patterns. Jim, please don't talk over my head. That's the only thing. I'm begging you, okay? Make it simple for people like me. Go ahead. Okay. I knew a guy back in uh, Orange County who was paid $1,000 an hour to listen to depositions for lawyers. And all he'd do is create a simple T-square, listen to what people are saying, and write down the words that most popped out at him. Based on what he saw on those, he could guess how far, basically how people felt about how the deposition was going. And then from that would give suggestions on whether to push harder or whether to settle. And you get $1,000 an hour, you get 30% higher on those offers over time. So hmm. I started doing that in interviews, just sitting and just listening and writing down the words that people were saying. And the, the, the words that pop up are fascinating. You can tell a lot about what a candidate's going to do based on what they're, what they're saying. And if they repeat a word on a regular basis, it usually means they don't know what that word means. Here's an example. I'm interviewing a girl for an operations manager position, and she used the word collaboration four or five times. Everybody knows what collaboration is. Sounds great. Sounds like teamwork, right? Mm-hmm. But she kept yeah. dropping it into the line. I couldn't figure out why. She, I mean, it, was just, it was completely – she would say it, and I, as I watched her, I realized she actually didn't know what collaboration is. She could define it, but she worked alone in her team, and she was one of these hero people who worked long hours to solve problems it was a hectic office, and she got her satisfaction doing all the work alone. But she kept saying the word collaboration because she thought that's what we were looking for. So later on, I talked to her about it, kind of dug in and realized that her habits really were working alone, and she wasn't comfortable working in a team. Whether or not that's important to the recruiting is really up to the manager. But if I didn't write the words down, I never would have seen that was important. And I see this all the time in terms of when people are dropping that word, a word in Success factors or branding. Uh, you know, it's amazing how many times they don't use a word. That they're just trying to get through the interview. So we don't do enough jobs, a good job, writing down notes. So in terms of language pad, just sit and write, and if a word pops up four or five times, focus in on it and ask, why does this person keep waving this word around like a magic totem? Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, a lot of you know, that has to do with listening. Because we can get into well, why it yeah, matters. That's is that good enough for Well, you? actually, I'll, I'll make a comment. <laughs> I can't find the article. I, I don't know where the article so Maureen, I'll give you, Maureen, I'll give, Maureen, you go ahead. You go ahead. Talk over me. I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so, I'm sorry, but it's so interesting. I have so many questions about it. Okay, it well, so there's an article. Do. There's an article I saw online that this there's this software that analyzes people who are on these uh, speed dating and they can analyze what they're saying and decide if they're a good match from the word patterns or the specific words they use. This is what it reminded me of. Over to you, Maureen. What is it you'd like to say? It's so interesting. You do that all by taking notes. Do you ever record them like Jerry does? I'm trying to do that um, because that's one of the ways you get recruiters to get better 
And mm-hmm. nobody likes to have it done, so they freak out. Yeah, yeah they freak but out. Mm-hmm. If, you actually, if you actually sat and point a video camera at yourself for 30 minutes when you're on the phone and yeah. just watch it yourself, you'll be shocked at how bad of a communicator you really are. Yeah, how you get true. lost, how you're not paying attention, how you're not sitting mm-hmm. up correctly. There's, there's mm-hmm. a number of those things. And I think one of the problems yeah. our industry has really gotten into is if you were trained 20 years ago or 10 years ago and you do it every day, you mm-hmm. can't imagine what bad habits you get into. Mm-hmm. If you're recording or having somebody listen to it, now you're being criticized, and how can they criticize you when they're not as good as you are? Right. Okay, look. Better, hold on. Oh, wait a second. Uh, 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 wait, please, 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 please. Will Thompson has told me on 10 minutes ago on Twitter that he is on the line, right? And so <laughs> if he's on the line, why is he telling me on Twitter rather than saying, hey, I'm here, I want to say something? Uh, Will Thompson, are you there? No, maybe he's gone now, okay? Who's making that whooshing sound? I don't like it. I'm going to start turning off. Okay, anything else I'm about that? I'm trying to Jim? upload my uh, picture of my bowl of chili, but it's bigger than the yeah, honey, <laughs> I'm not interested. three megabytes. I'm not interested in your chili. Okay, Michael Cox wrote a good article for Job Hunters. He's, is Michael Cox still on the line? <sighs> yes. Okay, he wrote a good article, and he said he told these guys, if you've got a title like sales rep and they're looking for account representatives, you should change your title on your resume. Recruiters will not accuse you of lying. Is that what you said, Mike? Well, so long as it's not a stretch, like you're saying you you were an account executive and you're changing your title to uh, VP of sales you know, or director, then then no, don't do that. I didn't say that, did I? Okay. Wake up. Any comments? Anything else you want to say? Anything no. a recruiter would like to know? Anything a recruiter would like to know from your job hunter article, a recruiter's view of your resume or something like that, whatever it was called. Well, don't don't get hung up on uh semantics with regard to titles. If if you have an account executive position, then are there recruiters the fact who are so stupid? Are there recruiters who are so stupid that the, and and the, <laughs> this week we've been told that recruiters are very stupid. But are there recruiters who are so stupid they won't see account executive and sales rep as the same title? There well, are all not, different types of of uh, recruiters. Uh huh. Okay. It's not that Go they're ahead. stupid Somebody necessarily. It's that they're often so overwhelmed. And sitting back and thinking about all those titles is harder than it seems. Yep. So they're, mm-hmm. they're just not moving along that path. So if you have 30 account executives to look at your resumes, why would you think about sales reps? Let me get to these 30, and then I'll get to it, and I don't get to the 30. And it's yeah, just not that, something that's they Okay, up. Jim, I didn't expect you to be making excuses for these losers. Okay. But I need to make my you. picture of my bowl of chili smaller. <laughs> Can anybody uh-huh. help me just real quick? Does it have beans in uh, it? Because it's not chili, but it has beans in it. You know, I can, I'll well, do it for you after the show. the controversy begin? The show. I need to after another the show. ad. Okay. After, no, 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 no. I'm going to do another ad. Yeah, but not this second. I wanted okay. to. What would you like to hear about, everybody? Best email subject lines, or how 70% of the recruiters are are garbage and are going to be replaced by machines. Oh, subject that lines, one. right? Subject that, lines. No, no. We'll do the other. No, the second yeah, one. I'm trying to replace myself right here. I'd love to buy a machine that could replace <laughs> me. Call <laughs> <laughs> okay. up. Okay, we'll do the subject lines another day, although this is a perfect day. Yeah, let's do subject lines another day. Yeah, okay. Twelve minutes. Do we have 12 minutes to dissect, to slice and dice? No, no. Okay, that'll keep it short. That'll keep it short. Rob Mm -hmm. McIntosh says you should listen to him because he's got 20 years of global recruiting experience. He's been in an agency. I don't know. That was 20 years ago. And he's been a corporate recruiter and a talent manager and leader and all kinds of stuff. He says he's spoken to thousands of recruiters. HR, business, and talent acquisition managers, and he's looked at thousands of surveys. So what he says is coming from the top of the mountain. I want you to know that, and that's what he wants you to know. Here's what he says. Recruiters are toast. He says, nobody likes you, not candidates or business managers. He said, recruiters don't treat people like human beings. That's what he said. 70% of recruiters are not liked or trusted, but they are despised. They are despised. A large majority of recruiters, I'm almost done, they don't care, and the rest are just clueless. Candidates and hiring managers are begging for something different. 
Does anybody disagree with him? 70% of recruiters are not liked. Anybody want to comment on that? Anybody who gets large checks is not liked. That's the bottom line. When you have to write, when you have to write, wait a minute, when you have to write large checks, you don't like it. And for something the, that you think that you could have done. That, that's right. That's right. And so great. But you just don't have build. the time. Yeah, but you don't have the time, and you can't do it at the time. time. Otherwise but when you're doing this. That's right. Why should be doing it? That's right. It's why they hate consultants too. That's right. But when it comes time to write that check, all of a sudden, oh, I could have done this. Like you I'll pay somebody five bucks right it? now to shrink this second. picture, even though I think I can do it myself. I, you know what I mean? Like I just don't have the time. I've got ten minutes to get my bowl of chili on the internet. There's a site called Fiverr that will do that for you. <laughs> Literally, there's a site yeah. that will do that for you for five bucks, dear. I, I think five I'm just going to have to just right post it on Animal's Facebook group. All right. Uh, All right. Okay, Maureen, so, uh, you made a nice okay. strong point. Even Maureen, even Jerry agreed with you, although he couldn't let you get a word out edgewise before he had a butt in. Anything else on that, Maureen? Anybody else want to talk about that? Anybody so else? Everybody's, everybody's hated by somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to tell you something. Why? But, that's why? that's the that's where it all it, starts from, and then it all devolves from there. You know, all the reasons. I disagree. Jim, Jim Durbin, just let me get this out. Jim Durbin, just let me get this out. Uh, get out. Tim Sackett is Tim Sackett's been on the show as well, and uh, these people are telling us regularly that most corporate recruiters are dumb and ignorant. And the thing is, you can't throw it back at them. Last summer, I was watching Glassdoor, and one of the thought leaders made a point of saying that 50% of recruiters in corporations don't know what employment branding is. So, you know, when I, I put that on my Facebook group and asked if uh, recruiters, corporate recruiters are dumb, she went nuts on me, okay? But she said in her own talk, 50% don't know what employment branding is. Another consultant told us that most of them in the corporations, they don't know what sourcing is. And they all, well, when I said it later on, oh, they don't need to know, so you know, it doesn't mean anything. So we're told regularly by some people that corporate recruiters are really, by and large, dumb. Over to you, Jim Durbin. So what has happened is that we have so much data in front of us that the way that we approach candidates, whether it's in-house or whether it's third-party, makes us more robotic. We're not interesting. We're not fun. And the more volume that you work with, the less time you have to be nice to candidates because on, outside, being nice is money. That's, hmm. that's half the problem. The nicer you are, you sit there for an hour and a half and make someone feel good. You've lost a bunch of money. They may like you, but you've done them no good ultimately. So because we have so many resumes that have poured through, it's so easy to get a 1,000 resumes. You have a checklist of things you have to do inside. We're treating people like numbers because that's how we, we go through those large numbers. It's really what it comes down to. And look at the emails that are written. Look at the templates. What do people hate on LinkedIn? Mass emails. Mm-hmm. It works, but it's impersonal. Mm-hmm. I, I think it has more to do with data overload than, and the, the necessities of how hard it is to, to dig through these number of candidates than anything about recruiters sucking or being untrained. Well, it, all, it also has to do with the fact that people won't take ownership over a deficiency. If they were beat out for a job by somebody else, they automatically blame somebody else, and you know they, they don't take any ownership over the fact that maybe they should have gotten that certification, or they might have been compared to an individual that had just a little bit more experience. Michael Cox, he's, he also says that the business managers, not just the candidates, are begging for an alternative. The hiring managers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not okay, just the candidate. Well, it's, I, I guess you know I could what? say that and put it in an article, and suddenly since it's on the Internet, it's true. No, no, I'm going to tell you, the same thing that you just said about the candidates apply to them. You, the, can, the recruiter can say, look, I recommend this person, the hiring manager hires somebody else, and then blames it on the recruiter. Or the hiring manager gives you a ridiculous job order and blames the results on the computer. Or the hiring manager doesn't show up for an interview prepared, and he blames it on the recruiter. Okay? Now time for another ad. Okay? Man. Let me do this. You live in a world of blame and 
cornering and arguments, don't you, animal? Yeah, hold on. Jim Durbin said you live in a I mean, fantasy world where... Get out of the business if that's what no, you're running into. Get out. No, no, I thought no, Canada no. was nicer. Jim Durbin, Jim Durbin said something about Jerry that uh, <laughs> I thought was pretty good. Where is Cold it? War. He says, I think what I Jerry he, is saying, that if we get rid of all our nukes, everyone else will too, okay? That's Jerry's world. You know, you're a hippie, Jerry. Sorry. If you're going to San Francisco, <laughs> be sure to wear some flowers in your hair. Here's all I okay, can tell everybody. you. It's ridiculous. Hey, everybody. PC Recruiter handles email marketing so you can build lists and send hundreds and thousands of emails and manage the resulting activity, like opt-in or opt-out requests with ease, and that includes Canadian opt-in rules, too, and I'm a Canadian, okay? And if you use Microsoft Outlook, PC Recruiter appears directly in your Outlook screen. No more switching between applications a hundred times a day. No ATS or recruiting software has more or better choices for email, text messaging, and social media than PC Recruiter. If you want to check it out, go to PC Recruiter. PCRecruiter.com. Tell them the Animal Crew sent you. Time to close the show. A Labor Day party was pretty good, in my humble opinion. Does anybody want to talk Not about it? Not as good as this chili, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, Tina Turner. Settle the argument, Jerry. Does it have beans or not? Yes. One can Ooh. of red kidney beans. Excellent, I see them. I'm looking soup. at the picture. Oh, got some cherry tomatoes in there. Area code 386. That's the first time I've ever done that, just throwing the whole cherry tomato in there yeah. out of the garden. Yeah, Loved it. Cut them Loved up. it. Yeah? No, some of them are whole. Oh, yeah? The one on the Very bottom nice. there is a uh, that's one of the health kick variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Very I'm nice. healthy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're real healthy. Okay. Does anybody here believe in organic food? I don't think we should talk about that. Hey, I really wanted to do those email. Uh, let me just do a couple of them before uh, as a sign-out. A uh, couple of email subject lines. I think it's uh, an interesting topic. Uh, some people, here's one, it says, uh, here's one, expert advice request. That's one Lame. of them. He puts that in the subject line, okay? Here's another one. Hey, Am I recruiter? Am I recruiter? Number five or number ten today? Question mark. I would be so okay. ashamed. Okay. Here's here's another one. Tired of dress code? Let's talk. How about that? I guess they have a lax dress code at his company. And uh, mm-hmm. let me see. Here's so another you're, you're one. Free. Swab, then. Great. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's one. And this sure guy. This guy. This guy swore it was real. Free beer. Free beer. Do you like that one? Oh yeah, great. Free beer. <laughs> and then the others, the others are are more standard, like interested in your professional experience, uh, mm-hmm. career opportunity, sure. take your career to the next level. Get um, right back to you. You know. More. Okay. Okay. Anybody else mm-hmm. want to say anything about Labor Day? Or I hope everybody has a, a happy fall. Anything else? Wow. That... Maureen. Okay. So so ahead. I'm done with that bowl of chili, right? And I, now, wait a minute. And so I scoot it over. You know, I've got my big, long gun case here in my office. I scoot yeah. it over to find a spot to put it down. <laughs> it fit right in the bowl of chili for Monday. It's still over there. So now I have two dirty chili bowls in my office. Man. Okay. You're going to be okay. in trouble. When oh, my goodness. Jerry Albright. You want me to send you a picture of it? For your... Thanks for your rant about fee agreements. Maureen Sherb, the fabulous, who's traveled Later. all the world talking about phone sourcing. The incredible Jim Durbin, Michael G. Cox, Travis Yeager, the man with the voice. Thank you,
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.